0: Hello and welcome to IdeaGen TV powered by Azure and presented globally by Microsoft. Next up we have Annette Frankie, Chair of the AARP Board of Directors, with her power talk on coming together in the face of crisis. Annette, welcome. Thank you, Ideagen, for this opportunity and for all of your work in bringing people together to learn from each other and to tackle tough problems. At this very difficult time in so many ways for the country we love, we know that collaborating and building bridges for the common good becomes even more important. Ideagen is a force for constructive dialogue that we urgently need. Last month, I was jogging near my home before 7 a.m. when I noticed a very unusual sight in that area for that time of day. I saw a long line of cars on the road, and I soon found out the reason. The people inside those cars were waiting to get cash cards that a supermarket was giving away. We have also witnessed very long lines of older adults in my home state of Florida waiting for vaccines against COVID. The length of those lines, whether outside or in cars, is a bracing reminder that no matter how high the stock market averages get, there is tremendous suffering in our country. And we need to ensure that we don't fall prey to a false sense of success when the pandemic has and is still taking such a staggering toll. There is so much work right in front of us, making vaccines available and accessible, providing immediate relief to all those who are vulnerable. But we also have another crucial challenge in front of us, in our communities and across our country, and that is addressing the terrible disparities that the pandemic has widened and brought into sharper focus. Here is one example among so many from a RAND Corporation blog by Jason Ward. At this time when teleworking has been a lifeline, the federal government's current population survey shows that Blacks are almost 13% of all workers but less than 10% of teleworkers, a negative gap of 22%. And for Hispanics, the figures are even more troubling. Hispanics comprise 16% of all workers, but only 9.5% of teleworkers, a negative gap of 40%. At ARP, we are helping people meet their basic needs at this time of tremendous hardship. In legislation that Congress passed late last month, we advocated successfully for more funding for vaccines, Treatment and testing, snap food assistance, food banks, and for direct stimulus payments, as well as for the low income energy assistance program. Our charitable affiliate, ARP Foundation, is helping connect renters and homeowners to assistance that can help them prevent eviction or foreclosure. And through ARP Community Connections, we are offering ways for people to find help or give help during the pandemic. We are also addressing the glaring disparities that COVID-19 has illuminated. Disparities that are evident in lives cut short and livelihoods lost, deeply troubling disparities that will still be in front of us when the pandemic is behind us. These disparities didn't just magically appear. They are the product of longstanding inequality that arises from a lack of economic, social and political opportunities. And we cannot simply catalog these gaps. We have to try to close them. And a the central element in this work is focusing on the social determinants of health, including access to medical care, food security, housing, transportation, and social isolation. We also need to tackle disparities at a very early age, as we do through ARP Foundation, where older adults tutor children in grades K to three who are struggling to read. As individuals, as communities, and as a nation, we need to tap into reservoirs of resilience that will help us cope with and then recover from this pandemic. And we have to find that resilience now in the wake of a terrible assault on our democracy. The storming of the Capitol was horrifying, but it was also clarifying. It reminds us of our reverence for the symbols of democracy but also of the shared values and the sense of common purpose that are the heartbeat of a democratic system. It reminds us that solving the tough problems we confront will require passion and compassion, compassion for the people waiting for cash cards or going to food banks for compassion, for all of those who are grieving and all of those who are hurting physically, emotionally, and financially. Compassion for the people who need care in their daily lives and for all of those family caregivers who lovingly care for them and a compassion that crosses neighborhood lines and political lines. The situation last week was so disheartening, but I firmly believe things will get better and that we all have a role to play to make that happen. As we begin this new year, we face a great test of our resilience and resolve. To meet that test, we need to listen to each other, look out for each other, and raise our sides beyond partisanship to find a sense of common purpose. The pain and loss from the pandemic for almost a year so far, and now the searing images from the Capitol, have struck us in unimaginable ways. But I am hopeful, hopeful that we will recover and in time grow stronger as we apply what we have learned from these tragedies. Our country has risen from destruction and from division before. And I believe we can and we will do it again. Thank you, Idea IdeaGen, and thank you all for listening.